Okay. 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 All right. Oh. Okay. Right. Okay. We do that often. That's our uh, Columbo. Uh, our, Col- not Columbo. Peter, Peter Falk. Well, he, uh, he played Columbo. Yes, yes. So but that's not a terrible representation. No. Yeah, yeah. Situation. So it's accurate somewhat, but we're doing the Princess Bride kind of movement and mm-hmm. reaction in mm-hmm. the... Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. It's amazing uh, how right. effective that is. I mm-hmm. didn't realize that Peter Falk was so right, right when he was grandpa aged and he made that movie. Oh, absolutely. But it's it's, it's the a sound fact you make. that when you sit down and you're trying to settle yourself in, you do kind of okay. Uh, all right. right. <laughs> okay. Okay. You guys are free to make noise at this stage of the game because we're not in the news clips. You can. Is this mic going all right? This is the ner- yeah, This is the nervousness. Because when it's, like, out this far, it's, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the microphone is just, like, completely jutting out, so you wanted yeah. to bring it in a little bit. We like, okay. a, we like a six-mile distance we do. from the, we from the <laughs> pole We've to the microphone. We've discussed that on the show. It's important uh-huh. to have the mic be miles and miles away. Miles mm-hmm. and miles... And Miles. Yeah, that's correct. Who's Miles? Who's Miles? Miles, Miles Davis. Miles Davis, <laughs> of course. Fantastic. Very talented uh, musician. Jazz legend. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're back. We're back, folks. It's another Biofriendly podcast, also including a feature called This Week in Green, which is a, a new uh, element of the show that, uh, uh, that I think we are starting to really dial in. Yeah, I'm going to have to start paying attention. I know. Try because this is getting serious. <laughs> it's getting serious. People are, people are enjoying the new content. A big fan of the show, my buddy Mark Franzen. He said, "I love these clips. I love them. They're good. I yeah. really think it's a good idea. I think it's a good journey." Yeah, I think so. We've gone, and you guys have on. really been. Yeah, you've gone <laughs> on. We've been on a journey, and we, you've all had to suffer through it with us. But I think we're close to, oh, to yeah, official yeah, launch. Yeah, we're close. Yeah. The, the thing I love the most is now. Now the audio is is oh. It's so good again. When we when when Veronica is editing and I can hear our sweet voices just echoing through these halls at Biofriendly. The halls. Ah, <laughs> uh, the wonderful open the, shower-like halls. The, the corridor at Biofriendly. Uh, the rotunda the, speaks. <laughs> I love it. It speaks back at us, Jacob. Uh, it does. When it does. we say the words, the rotunda returns the words yeah. to our ears oh. and prepares us. My. For a future of grinliness. <laughs> grinliness? Grinliness. <laughs> like green and that cleanliness? Like lovely. Put yeah. together? Grinliness. Grinliness. That's actually kind of a cool uh, portmanteau you just created there. Grinliness. Ooh, portmanteau, <laughs> sir! You get six points. Six points! You get six points for dropping portmanteau. My English teacher mother. Bio-friendly podcast. Is my so God, happy. sir. So that happy. is well done. I oh. love portmanteaus. Oh. Those are my favorite. Um, and well, you made me happy. Thank you, thank you. Well, All I gotta, I gotta say, you're you're switching up suits on me. Now. I am apologetic. Yeah, I am apologetic. I'm supposed to have. We got these these green ties that were specifically designed we shopping, for the show. We went shopping, and then I went to uh, what they call a dry cleaner. Yeah. And I cleaned my suit and my clothing and everything yeah. else. Part of this also is we've been going on a couple of trips. This which is we true. Talk we've about been... now and again. Yes, we on do. the podcast is all the trips we have to do. And when I go on the trips, then I have to use the the suits right, right. That, that we have because everybody wants you to look nice. I hate looking nice. I know. But now, but I mean, you look nice. It's demanded on the show. It's demanded at yeah. the at the traveling. It's to, people want me to look nice, and yeah. I'm done with it, Jacob. I know. I just want to be a hobo on the street. I got terrible news. You're What's far that? from done. We've got so many more trips to go, and you have to keep looking nice. I know. And, and we're going to keep doing this this show that the people <laughs> want every daggum week. I know. So, so you got to dress up, too. I got to dress up. So I just need to plan a little better. I think I'm, I'm going to adjust what I'm doing. You're okay. probably, the, this particular jacket, I yeah. travel with the least. Okay. So this is probably going to be the jacket I rock with going forward. For okay. the show. Okay. And the shirt also, I might actually, because I kind of think that, that it could be kind of fun to go with this. We're to try mm-hmm. the shirt, but with the right tie. Okay. So you just got to switch up the ties. Next week, we're going to try I'm, that. And if it works, then we're all going to scream hooray. Hooray. We're going to do some, some do-si-dos. Do- 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 and we're gonna we're gonna do a show. I but love it. if it doesn't work, then I'll switch the shirt out and, and we'll we'll keep trying. We'll keep trying. We are going to experiment until we get to the bottom of what is right. <laughs> 
for the show. I think you look nice in the suit you're wearing. I'm just remembering when we went shopping. It was an absolutely a shopping montage. It we was walked a montage. into the we men's dress clothes store. We pretty woman. I thought we pretty woman. Uh, all of a sudden, pretty woman started to play, and mm-hmm. he would walk in behind the curtain, and then he would come out and show the shirts, I and did. I would go, oh, and then I would do like the finger wag, yeah, like finger no, wag. no, no, no. You can't wear that. And then in he would public. come out, and I'd be like, yay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was perfect. It was. It was and the happiest shopping trip I've had since my wedding. Absolutely. When I was looking at dresses. Absolutely. We wanted to know how can we look the most handsome on the Byfriendly podcast. Yeah. That's yeah. what we wanted. To and I did the same for you. You did? I did. When it was your turn, the montage switched around. Oh. Different song, oh, but yeah. same feel. Yeah. And I did zany things. Like I came out with like like pants on my head and you did like the chuckle. I, I put and, my like, hands on my hands. Hands your hips. Like, you went, no, you. that's not how you wear pants. Yeah, I and I went, oh. And yeah. then I came out with like beach floor. And you're like, how did he? <laughs> Where did he even find beach floaties in a suit store? It was it was classic. Oh, we clo- had a good time. Clothing montages were such a thing oh. that happened in like ten years of cinema. Now yeah. you can't do one like sincerely. You know no. what I mean? Like it'll yeah. only show up again because somebody is making, making fun, fun of yeah. the clothing montage. You're right. Montages in general have kind it's of true. fallen a little bit out of style. They have, which I I'm. I'm sad about. It. I'm sad. I love a good montage. A montage can can make the moment. It really can. Yeah. You can travel the story ahead if, as far as you'd like. As far as you want. In a couple minutes to a song. Oh. It's great. It's great. A little bit of music, a couple scenes, some jokes. We, we should make a three-year montage of the Biofriendly podcast where it's just like like noise and movements and stuff yeah. like that set to like I cheers. need a hero. Oh, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. <laughs> ba, ba, da, ba, da, ba, ba. I love it. Making their way down to the day. You guys should do a montage. We absolutely should. should. We should do a montage. We need a montage. All right, Veronica, we're doing a montage. (laughs) Veronica just woke up. She's like, (laughs) oh my God. God. Oh no, we're doing a montage. (laughs) Well, should we get to the news? Should we get to the news? Should we start clowning? Let's start clowning. Let's stop clowning. No, stop clowning. Stop clowning. Can and we? Do the we news. can't clown with the news. Well, we can clown with the news. We can clown with the news. Oh, okay. we can clown. Who's with the news. first? You are. Buddy. I'm first. Here. Oh God. <laughs> All right. You're well, up then to Let me just do first. this little required Here paper we go. shuffle. Oh. You got to do it. There you go. Here comes the part where Veronica tries to hit the play button and it always bounces back. Yeah. It's not her fault, folks. It's no. the app itself. The is technology very doesn't work. Temperamental. It is. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> So here, let's wind it back. The blue's got to go back up the other way. Other way. Other way. Other way. It's the way for the... We got it. Here we go. Before it's too late. Before it's too late. I'm going to go ahead and tell the news. You have to. Does that work? You have to. Okay. This week in green, we all love a day at the beach. Surfing, sandcastles, and of course, rolling your suitcase into the ocean to desalinate the water. A 10-year journey to develop portable energy efficient system to create drinkable water has been realized from a team at MIT led by Professor Jong Yoon Han. The team was faced with a challenge, how to build a system that doesn't use high-pressure pumps that push water through filters, making it too expensive, large and energy intensive as well. A decade ago, Han and his team discovered ion concentration polarization, or ICP, which applies electrical fields to water that repel positively or negatively charged particles like salt and bacteria and viruses as it travels through low-pressure pumps. This process doesn't catch all the salts, so the team also added an electrolysis stage to remove the remaining salt ions. When tested, the result exceeded the World Health Organization's quality standards. This is a huge breakthrough to help bring drinkable water to communities around the world with limited resources. The device is easy to use, weighs around 22 pounds, and requires less energy than a cell phone. All things that could be said about my neighbor Ron's genitals. Sometimes, I wish he'd put that thing in a suitcase and move to the beach. I mean, come on. Speedos on a neighborhood dog walk? Hey, you know what you're doing. The neighborhood watch is tired of looking. At least the male half is, anyway. <laughs> I cannot believe you did that. Did I get a genital joke on a I uh, cannot a green, believe you did that. A green podcast? That, that, like, normally when he gets me, I burst out laughing, but I was kind of living in a space <laughs> in, that, in my mind going, did Noel just make a... <laughs> A bold joke on the Biofriendly Podcast this week in green. You did, and I'm proud of you for it. I did. I told you when I was in that office doing my writing, I said, the joke is a little risque. It's a little risque. And I'm hoping it goes over the heads of the young people watching the show. Well, you had to write the joke. I did say genitals. You did, which is is clean. But you had to write the joke because it's true. Your neighbor, Ron. Ron? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
He needs a suitcase for that thing. Oh Ridiculous. my gosh! Oh my Ridiculous. gosh! Ridiculous! And of course, because he knows it, it's like it's all he wants to talk all about. All he wants yeah. to talk about. It's I like know. it comes up at every single neighborhood block oh party. Oh my gosh! <laughs> we have those corner parties where only the the corner people. He's not part of the corner. No, but he shows up anyway. He shows up anyway. I'm like Ron, you're not invited. Ron, go away. You're out. The neighborhood watch is spoken. You take those balls elsewhere. <laughs> And he doubles down, <laughs> triples down, I think. Um, but I, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was amazing because Noel did, he did say, he did shout from his office. He said, I, I am doing a joke and it's a little risque. And you know what? The show, we just, uh, we went to PG-13. We're going for it. We're going PG-13. This is, this That's is one of those shows where we're trying things out. We're seeing how it reads. We're seeing what people think. And yeah. this is, uh, we went there. Well, one thing's for sure, our sons would love that joke. Yeah, they'll laugh so hard <laughs> at that joke because they're middle schoolers and yeah, middle schoolers absolutely. think anything to do with genitals is hilarious. It's very funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a cool story. Hey. Cool I mean, story. look, a 22-pound suitcase yeah. that holds a desalinization yeah. Center is is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's a it's a neat idea. I, I I mean, you know how I feel about about over and like over engineering new technologies in order to right. solve a problem that we could solve by just being better right. at living. Right, right. So that's that's one kind of response I, th- I think I would have to to the whole thing is it's like okay I'm glad we're doing this because we don't right. want people to die and we want to have good water solutions. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I think if we were a little more responsible with our decisions, we probably would, would, you know, Mother Nature would handle it for us. Yeah. There's a whole desalinization system in our, in our, you know, our closed loop here of, yeah. of Earth. Yeah. But I think it works s- by itself. But science is basically saying people are irresponsible. Yes. That's what it's saying. Science it's saying, is saying people are irresponsible. We'll fix it for you. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fixing the problem because we can't trust people to just be like, hey, let's get people clean drinking water and make sure they have the resources they need. Science is going, you're never going to do that. Yeah, you're, you're, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You're selfish. It's not going to happen. You're hopeless. Got- you're horrible. You're terrible people. <laughs> you're all going to die. Uh, so we'll fix it. That's, we'll that's, fix it for you. Which is classic. You know, that, that's yeah. classic engineer's mentality. I can fix it. I yeah, can fix it. I can fix it. But at the same time, we're also kind of in this problem to some degree because of engineer's mentality. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, well, look, but look at this thing we can do. Right. So, right. and this is amazing. And that required science, by the way. Pretty yeah. much like every every problem that we're living with right now yeah. has to do with people applying science to problems. Yeah. I would imagine engineers as spouses would be like always trying to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And the spouse is always like, you know, sometimes you can just listen to me. You don't always have to have a solution. Yeah. I'm just sharing my feelings here. And the engineer's like, I, I have to fix this. I, but, I, 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 it's my but, job to fix but this. But you want to get to work faster. <laughs> I could make a car. Why, why don't you want a car? Why don't you listen to like, no, it's not about getting to work faster. It's about Ron will not get out of the way. He just walks next to me and stares, and I'm getting uncomfortable about it. Getting so uncomfortable. At least that's what I imagine that yes. my wife says when she's walking down the street with right, Ron. Right, 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 yeah. of course. But I think, I, think that, uh, I think that this technology, if applied in the right places, would be great. Yeah. Like, if, it, if given to, you know, villages or parts of the world where they could definitely use some water, and there's water sources right there, but it's, it's dirty, it's murky water, it's salt water, right. and it's not drinkable, this could be a good way to get, you know, on a smaller scale. Like like right like like on a on a village like get them clean drinking water yeah Would that be good? yes yes although uh, although in, in a lot of the cases the, these villages have figured out how to get how to do it make their water work that's how they survive there that's oh. how they live there right? oh well then never mind you don't get the suitcase you don't but they um, but it's easier right it's, <laughs> it's like easier. it's easier than than having to boil it or something or, yeah or, that's you know. true that's but true. I so look. Look, I'm, I'm all for I'm all for new technologies. I mean, that that's part of how you solve the problem. So I'm I'm up for it. Okay. But I think that this is probably most useful in a place where there's no water, but a lot of ocean, like no fresh water, but a lot of ocean. A lot of ocean water. A lot of like, or a lot of you know that that kind of thing where where you're yeah yeah you're you're hanging out at the beach in the in the desert by the beach maybe right. in Africa or yeah. maybe in like the Definitely. Middle East or something yeah. Yeah. yeah over there and you're just like hey let's let's there's nothing to drink except make for some, ocean water let's make some water yeah. yeah and people i think you know it's funny when we, we talk about water shortages around the planet i'm mm-hmm. sure there's a lot of people who haven't read up on it and they think like well why can't we just take all the water we our our planet is covered in ocean water and it's like it's very hard to get the salt and it's incredibly the water. energy intensive yeah and yeah, and yeah. you're burning a lot of. Generally, to pull it off, you're burning yeah. a lot of fossil fuels to do it. Yeah, you, that's that's often often the way it works. Yeah. I mean, they work. They they are making newer technologies and, and large desalinization plants that work on wind and solar and other things. But again, 
at times they, they, they have to use regular old boring power too. So that's, yeah. that's hey, look, it works, you can do it. Yeah. But if we're sucking water out of the ocean, then we're using too much. Right. That's the bottom line. So like if, we're, if we're at the point where we're now needing to use the salt water, we're using too much water. We need to, we need to reorganize. You can't have your suitcase and drink it too. That's the message here. We'll have more for you soon. <laughs> My little phrase there doesn't even make any sense at all. But so it's a great way to end it. <laughs> it's a great way to end it. That was it. I was like, well, that's... that's I was waiting for Noel not to say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know, right? He got me so good last episode where he just sat there for that pause. I rewatched that over and over again because I didn't even realize what I said in the moment, which was... Which was you would suggest we'll go do that thing, and I was like, "Well, yeah, like right after this." But it sounded like I was signing off the bit, yeah. and so he goes, he looks like this, and he just freezes and looks at the camera, and I was like, "Why is he doing that?" And then when I rewatched the episode, I was like, "Oh, because I said right after this," <laughs> which is a total newsman end, like right after this. Yeah, and it's like cuts commercial. Yeah, cuts to right after this. Word from our sponsor. Ooh, oh my well, gosh. Sometimes you got to crack jokes on the show. Yes, sometimes. Sometimes you got to crack general jokes. Yes. By the way, did I? Com- Completely moved past. You didn't get to say your talking points. I didn't you, read them. Yeah, <laughs> even better. Well, I it, should have read them. It ended. I should have it. been prepared for the show. <laughs> I read my part. My I read the, the the article, and I read all that. But I didn't. I didn't look at your talking points. Maybe I'm so the so genitals sorry. Was the more funny part? You know the what? At the end, took it away. <laughs> exactly. I don't think talk, anybody's listening to talking points once you throw down a good Ron genital stroke. <laughs> well, they just you know when when something is is phrased when there's a, when someone leaves a phrase that's such a that's what she said or that's what yeah. you know it's like yeah. you know the the, the twenty two pounds. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, the size of it. It's twenty two pounds. Yes. It's easy to carry. Yes. You know, as soon as you start getting in that terrain, you're like, oh, there's a joke it's, here. It's like safe doesn't require a lot of energy. It weighs yeah. twenty two pounds. And uh, I thought that's well, just like Ron's genitals. That's so hard holding back my I know I was losing it. I was losing it. I was literally. I was holding my breath and I looked at Elise and I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna (laughs) guffaw. I'm not gonna just laugh. I'm gonna like bellow laugh, you know? So, uh, what were the, what were the basic talking Uh, points? Okay, so Han and his team took the device to Boston's Carson Beach to test it on water with high salinity and murkiness. Okay. Half an hour after putting a tube in the water and running the system, the team had a plastic cup full of purified drinking water. That is Mm -hmm. not eco-friendly why did they not bring <laughs> right. a better cup it does say a plastic cup full of it. it's like come on guys Let's, oh, if God. you're doing the environmental story don't bring They're a plastic cup they're half-assing the job come on uh, what the if second it's one? a reusable one? Oh, is <laughs> I suppose uh, maybe, maybe. I, I want them to bring ceramic glass something something that reusable. is never gonna never gonna cause a problem for the environment ever I ever agree. ever ever uh, we're getting see look at this. Yeah. We're getting more and more getting, like those horrible the, environmentalists. This is bo- this. I know. Like we'd be he'd be doing this water test, and yeah. you and I would be standing on the beach going like plastic cup, huh? <laughs> Some environmentalist you are. And he'd be like, hey. I literally spent ten years figuring out how to do this uh-huh. to help people. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. well, you got uh-huh. a good idea. Yeah, yeah, no, no look, that, that's good. I mean, because uh, obviously we're we're being responsible with our planet if we're having to suck water out of the freaking ocean. Uh, but whatever, bro. Whatever. You're green. Uh- <laughs> That's me. We could be see. We could be greenies. We could be greenies. We could fit right in. We could fit right in. That should be right a bit. That oh should be gosh. a bit, right? Like like judgmental. Just judgmental environmentalists. Oh, man. Yeah, people tune in. People tune in and they'll go, "Oh, this is like my other shows that I listen to." <laughs> this is about right. This, this is, is what like we were all expecting. the other green shows. Anyway, the second one, Han and his team designed it to be user friendly, okay. much like Ron's. Uh, <laughs> as simple as opening it up with a pushing a button. Wow, <laughs> it can be charged with a collapsible solar panel, just like, like Ron's Ron. genitals. Wow! It's the same. It called, so the talking the points would have the talking points would have just supported Ron. Hundred <laughs> percent. And Ron needs a lot of support. He really does. He okay. Really does. All right. Well, should I? Should I? Should I gain for, my composure for now? For the record, uh, there is no Ron. There I made no him Ron. up. Nobody yeah. walks around my neighborhood yeah, in a speedo yeah. with a giant genital yeah. package. Yeah. <laughs> getting old ladies to go crazy. They used to call me Ron in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Ron is me. Ron <laughs> is me. I'm Ron. Uh, I'm Ron. I'm Ron. Damn it. Um, all right. Well, should I? I'm, I've gained. I've got to gain my composure, and then I'll go into my story. Should I go in my story? Yes. Think it's time? All right. All I right, think it's good to do your story. I think we should hear your story. Let's, let's see how out. well I can do it after crying tears of of happiness here. Okay. <clears throat> this week in green, we have a plastic pollution problem, and the only way to fix it is to just eat it. 
Well, obviously, we as humans can't eat the plastic waste. But what if something could do it for us? That's why a group of engineers and scientists at the University of Texas at Austin have modified an enzyme, enabling it to gobble up all the PET plastic that pollutes our planet. PET makes up around 12% of all global waste and doesn't degrade quickly. But with this new discovery, it would be possible to recover and reuse plastics at the molecular level. They're calling it fast PETase, which stands for functional, active, stable, and tolerant. And it can break down plastics into smaller parts and spits out recycled new plastics ready to be reused. Our current recycling just doesn't work as well as it should, since less than 10% of all plastics are recycled. And up until this point, no one had been able to figure out a plastic-eating enzyme that would operate at low temperatures. The enzyme can complete a circular process of breaking down the plastic into smaller parts, depolymerization, and then chemically putting it back together, repolymerization. In some cases, these plastics can be fully broken down in as little as 24 hours. Way to go on creating an enzyme that eats PET, scientists. How about one that eats FAT? Can we get cracking on something to break this body fat down so I look like Chris Hemsworth even though I've been eating pizza all weekend? I know what you're gonna say, that I can get healthy and strong and hard work, a good diet and fitness, but to that I'll say, come on, science. Let's do this. You're right. Why should we work at it? <laughs> Why should we work at it? This is this is something that yeah. I think a yeah. lot of people would agree with. I think we can start a foundation for this. Absolutely. Is, is to not work for fitness. Yes. Just no. give me the fit pill. Give me the fit pill. I'm ready for the fit pill because yeah. I have every intention. And sometimes I do work out. I do. I go for months and I get fit and I get in shape and then immediately I have um, uh, a real like delicious pizza and my body shuts down and lays down, and I don't move for about a day or two. And I go, I'm just going to stay right here. Yeah. I'm just going to stay in this state for the next six months. Do you know that the FDA exists uh-huh. because somebody created a, a, a drug or f- found a drug yeah. that actually caused people to lose weight? Really? And they were so abusive of it. People overused it and were so crazy about it that like it started causing death and cancer and all sorts of problems because it was just like some person to figure out oh, <laughs> here's this no. thing. At least this is the story I read. We can okay. fact check me. Okay. Okay. But this okay. is my understanding is that the FDA exists because this drug, which was everyone said was a miracle drug, turned out to be horrible for you. <laughs> wow. It absolutely destroyed your body. And oh. so they were like, we need some way to tell people whether or not a drug is okay before oh, we just my. start letting people have it and, and losing weight. I did not yeah. know that. So yeah. so jokes aside, of course I'm kidding. It's important to be healthy. It's good to take care of yourself. And when I refer to uh, scientists inventing something that will help me shed pounds and look like Chris Hemsworth, I'm kidding, of course, but that's wild. I did not know that yeah. somebody along the way was like, we figured it out. Yeah. You can pop this pill. We got it. And weight's off immediately, and then there were a lot and of And everyone's like, yes! And they just started <laughs> eating go. the heck out of it and just using it all the time, and then they just and people then, started dying. And yeah. people started, and it started doing terrible things. It was, it was wow. turned out to be a disaster. Was yeah. this in the 80s? or No, no, like, that, like 40s. 40s? Like a long time ago. Oh, yeah. no. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. never mind. I'm kidding. I'll work hard to look like Chris Hemsworth. Uh, someday. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I'll, the thirties. Maybe it was a long time. <laughs> it was ago. a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I don't I don't I don't need to be Thor. I'm happy with my with my dad hey, by itself. You look like Thor to me. Come on. <laughs> you're not, basically the same. You're you, basically Jacob, the same. Chris Hemsworth, same. Yeah. Same. yeah. I can hardly see the difference. Very cool though. Very cool. Very cool Very enzyme. Cool. It yeah. is a cool story and uh, it's exciting to see. Anything that is a like a process to get rid of the current waste and issues that we have today, right? Yeah. Like that's that's what makes me excited about this. Is it's like we have this massive plastic problem, and could this biological method could this really get rid of or reuse all of that trash? See, here's you hear me complain all the time. I was just complaining in yesterday's segment yes, about yeah. about how technology is right. Like it's making it so we can maybe feel okay about like ah well we can keep having bad water habits right. and so right. on. Well, I, this is in this case, I actually think this is a great mm-hmm. technology. It's a great idea. Something like this is necessary because the fact of the matter is is we have been doing this for almost a century. Yeah, of, yeah, of, of making making plastics. plastics. Mm-hmm. And so finding finding ways to reuse or to make them biodegrade faster or to get them into 
you know, in, into a situation where, where they're, they're tenable is to me a good idea. It's the same as, a, as like figuring out more carbon capture technologies. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean, okay. We shouldn't say, okay, we can capture carbon. That means we should start, we, you know, continue to just burn it into the air. Right. Just exactly. like, because we can find a way to, to, to dissolve and remove plastic doesn't mean we should continue to be irresponsible plastic. I'm just saying that we have been doing it for so long that it's going to require technology to get us out of the problem. Yeah, that right? makes sense. And so it's a really good. It's a. I think it's a really good idea. This one's really promising. So I'm. I'm, I'm excited to. I'm excited yes. to learn about this one. Yes, and yeah. I do have some talking points here. Uh, before we end the segment, it says fast PETAs, which I know fast PETAs. PETAs. I know it's 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 almost laughable, but it's it's fast. That's the acronym, and then PET, the plastic, and then they end it with lowercase ASE, mm-hmm. and that's how. So it's probably just fast PETAs um, can perform. You know what? Let's, let's put it. It's right here. Okay. You're wondering. There it is. That's, that's what. That's how it looks. That's how it looks. Right there. Can perform. We just gave Veronica a job to do. <laughs> on the, More to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, uh, it can perform at less than 122 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, which is the ambient temperature needed for it to be effective in natural environments. This was a big part of it because people had discovered enzymes that could do this, but it needed to operate at like really, really high temperatures in order to get going. But 122 is very, very accessible in landfills and in these spaces where the heat can really rise quickly. And so that means that this, this thing could do it in an environment naturally. Like, you know, and that's really, really cool. This discovery also came from several different scientific disciplines collaborating with artificial intelligence, machine learning, and generating novel mutations to create the enzyme. So like three different fields of study all came together to make this happen. And that's exciting to see. You know, it was like they were like, if we work together, we could figure out how to make this enzyme. So... It's very That's exciting. frightening, isn't it? Yeah, right. Science <laughs> is like it's like we're we're, we're changing enzymes. <laughs> changing enzymes. We Next, should... we'll change your molecules so that you absorb plastic. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It is. It is a science fiction film yeah. in the making. That's where we are, folks. Where we this are, is folks. this is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the story from me, and we'll have more for you soon. Yeah, that was a pretty that good, was a good little one. bit. Good that one. was nice. I a, gave, little I, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Not well, a bad I, little bit. I gave myself a news story that that, you? Uh, that you liked, and then the news story I gave you, you didn't like. No, no I do not. <laughs> Sorry about that, Chief. No, no. Oh. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to oh do? Gosh. What are you going to do? I keep laughing. No, that's today. good. No, well, that's no, good. Laughing's no, fine. At the wrong time. No, that's okay. <laughs> I know I saw you laugh when I said fast PETAs, and you were like, what? <laughs> and I actually, I saw you here, and I was like, keep your composure, Jacob. Don't crack. I know, don't I crack. No. Does that microphone have an off button? Uh, yeah, actually. Well, and the good, the good news is, is that during the... Because if it the, has an off button, then during the shows, oh. they can... I am trying to shut During you out. the shows, we can shut them out, and they can laugh a little bit. I don't think there is a switch on it, no. but no, okay. that's, that's okay. Fine. What I can do also is in during the segments, I could always just could lower mute it, down. it every yeah. time we're doing there a bit so that the sounds aren't aren't heard through. So there if you, you go. When you go to edit? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah that's so fine. So if you giggle or whatever, it's not the end of the Yeah, because are the, they, these are the main ones, and they're facing us, yeah, so yeah, it'll be all right. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be yeah. fine. These can barely, like, uh, like if I ever mute your guys' microphone, and it's just the room. I can barely even pick your loud speaking voice up on these because they're yeah. painted, you know, pointed to us. So anyway, anywho, so no worries. So, no so worries. guffaw, guffaw as much as you like. Oh, it did that little mic peeking thing. So. Yay, we peaked the mic. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey. Hey, hey. Let's keep moving. Let's bad. keep moving. Not bad. So, are we halfway through? We are halfway through. Oh my god. Okay. We're well, thirty minutes in as well. Oh, okay. Wow. Right, well, we're, a, yeah. mm, shows are longer now. <laughs> we just uh, this, is how we, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. If you're ready, I'm ready. Shall we? Yep. This week in green. It's well known that a vehicle's exhaust can negatively affect our air quality. But did you know that your car's tires are kicking up pollution that can be a thousand times worse? That's why a tech startup in the UK called the Tire Collective has invented a device to capture these particles right off the wheel using electrostatic technology and spinning aerodynamics. This device has been proven to capture up to 60% of tire wear off the roads. These harmful non-exhaust emissions, or NEE particles, uh, are released from the brakes, tire wear, and dust. And, in fact, tire wear is the second largest microplastic pollutant and a major contributor of the air particulate matter emissions of both PM2.5 and PM10 from road transport. Once captured and collected by the device, these particles can be recycled back into new tires or transformed into inks and dyes. 
During the design phase, the Tire Collective aimed to create a device with nearly zero effect on the vehicle's mileage by relying on airflow for passive propulsion. This tech comes as a more accessible and immediate method of capturing tire wear, as the technology to create tires out of environmentally friendly materials is still a long way off. A strong opponent to this tire catching tech has come forward but prefers to stay anonymous. The special agent, uh, the, um, I mean, person, uh, worries that his spy mobile, uh, regular, regular cars, uh, oil slick button, road nails, and even guided missiles will now be captured or prevent him from stopping bad guys, uh, other, other drivers. Look, his word is his bond. James Bond. That's it for me, I get. <laughs> so I feel like you were talking to about a very specific person. No, there. no. That is a, they, they, he, he preferred to remain anonymous, and I am a good journalist. Okay. And when someone says that they want an anonymous quote, right. I live up to that. Yes. And I deliver the goods. It just feels like those things that this person, this anonymous person were worried about were very specific mm-hmm. to a certain line of work. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I, it sounded like you were talking about, uh, you know, somebody who might have secret. I can see uh, how you'd be confused okay. by the words that I said. Okay. But I promised you. Okay. The guy is a, a roadkill anatomist. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense with the guided missiles and oil slick and otherwise how like can that. you have roadkill? <laughs> Roadkill. You can't just run over the things. You got to get oil slick them. Kill. Or put I'm, down one of those tire <laughs> nails or just fire a freaking rocket. I love it. Roadkill would be a good James Bond movie title, I think, right? Like Roadkill. <laughs> James Bond 007 and Roadkill. Road. Not that we're talking about no, James Bond. No, we wouldn't 007. we wouldn't possibly is, be talking is, about James Bond. Uh, nothing to do with that. No. Of course no. not. Just an anonymous he dude is a who mechanic wears a tux and has from the martinis. south of France. Right. Right, 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 right. Cool story, bro. Thanks, bro. Cool story, bro. No, that is that is cool. It yeah. catches the stuff on the tire dust. And I didn't know that tires were kicking up crap in our faces all the time. That's that is a I mean, that's a huge part of the particulate matter problem. Yeah. I mean it's it really is. And yeah. and I think there's a it's interesting. We, we, in the article, we talk a bit about uh, PM two point five and PM ten. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that before in the show. PM ten yes. is really tiny, but your lungs can can catch it and then yeah. eventually get it out. It's still not good for you. You still right. don't want to have a bunch of that in your in your lungs. But yeah, the grounding down of the of the rubber uh, that happens on the highways is so much that it actually gets down to this PM two point five. The problem with PM two point five is it can pass through your lungs, get into your blood, and cause all sorts of havoc. On so your that's body. wicked small. It is wicked small. It also can get caught up in places and and again cause. You know, it can be a carcinogen. It can cause right. cancer. It can cause all sorts of things. So it's it's a it's an issue, actually. I mean, a lot of studies show that uh, people who live near uh, like a freeway or like a major, a very major roadway, like if you're if you have children in that area when they grow up, there's like a it's it's absurd. It's like sixty percent greater chance that they'll have oh, asthma. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, and that's yeah. specifically because of problems like this. Yeah. So uh, I mean, so long as we're going to be driving cars, I think people aren't going to be stopping that anytime soon. No. Uh, getting tech to, to help reduce that. I mean, if we were to limit that by 60%, as they say it does, it actually it actually would be an incredible help. Yeah, so that should almost be, this device they uh, created, should almost be a device that comes pre-built on every car. Which I'm sure is why they asked <laughs> us to put it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean to make an advertisement yeah. for them. They didn't actually ask invention. us to put it on the show, yeah, I'm joking. But, we, but we, it, we research these things. Yes. Our, we have a crack team of researchers. Crack team of researchers. Who go and look at what's out there, and, and they, they pulled this one down. Yeah. So, no, it, I imagine that's the goal, right? Just yeah, to, it's a to, smart... to work with the government, probably get some grants to do more research on it, and then yeah. to get it, yeah, to have it mandated to put on. Because it's a problem on an electric vehicle. It's a problem. It's a, on, that's exactly you know, what I was going to say. Vehicle, it's on any it's vehicle you drive. Yeah. Yep. Because tires, like you were saying, tires, they're, they're like, yeah, we'd love to make tires out of environmentally friendly materials. That's a huge obstacle. Like if you start throwing those on cars and tires are just bursting because they're made out of like plant. I would argue it wouldn't matter. Because matter. if you if you made them out of out of environmentally friendly materials, if you You're made them still... out of something that biodegrades, it's still going to be ground down into tiny particulate matter, ah. which is going to get into your blood and cause all sorts of problems. Ah, yeah. so, so I we you know as much as they're something. as much as they're trying to say, hey, you know, I know you were talking about newer tech for tires or whatever right. else. I mean, until we got the things floating, which we were promised as children by 2015, because we, we saw Back to the Future. I watched cars. Back to the Future. Did you watch Back I to the Future? I watched Back to the Future. We were promised flying cars, which don't require the wheels. But 
Whatever. Whatever. No big deal. You I'm guys are busy flying your drones. I should be riding one. You that's, know what I mean? That to me is that that's what they got to do. That's they gotta, where we're headed. They got to make the drones into passenger drones. Yeah. And then and then have like a whole, it's like you have you have a safety system, right? Right, right. So one is like you have like maybe a, an airbag kind of thing that blows out on the bottom. Right. So that it helps to absorb the impact if you fall. You have like a height limit that can only go up. However you many know, whatever, feet. six to 12 feet or something like that. Yeah. And then that way, if you fall, it's not as bad. And yeah. then, you know, or you put in like, or if it's going to go higher, you put in like a, a fast parachute, like, like a ballistic uh, parachute system. I love this idea. We and could be then, closer. Yes. And then you've got backup tech, tech in case something goes wrong and you it. can fly. Yeah. Just like cool. Peter Flippin' Pan yeah, or right. Superman. <laughs> or Superman. Or Mary Poppins. Or Marty McFly. Or Marty we McFly. <laughs> flies. <laughs> Marty McFly flies. A couple docking points. Okay. Okay. Uh, they were the UK winners of the 2020 National James Dyson Awards. Oh, Dyson. Of, of Dyson Vacuum fame. Dyson Vacuum. He sucks. <laughs> I mean that as a joke. Very, very hard. <laughs> very hard. The Tire Collective also says that the average car produces about two grams of tire dust a day, while Ooh. bus routes can produce hundreds of grams a day. Wow. That's so much. That's quite a bit of dust. Too much dust. Every single day. Think about how many millions of cars are on the road producing all those grams of tire dust. And we live in Los Angeles, Oof. so you know we're surrounded by Grams it. of dust. Grams of dust. Oof. Well, I hope that these guys move further with this invention. They perfect it, and I hope that more and more cars come with methods to capture tire dust. I think that would be a great advancement. I agree. We'll have more for you soon. Bravo. That was all right. That was solid. Airtight. Air ride on the freeway with my windows down. All right. All right. Yeah, don't. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't. In, in LA. Yeah. Don't. All right. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those cities that, like, if you lived in, in a small town somewhere, it probably wouldn't be a big deal. But this is, the, I mean, when you're on the 210, there are trucks and tires everywhere that, and, and they're blowing up. Like, Millions. how many times are you driving and you see just tire carnage on the freeway? So you're like, it's just everywhere. Right? I live off of the 605, and yeah. that's where all the um, the big rigs. Oh, sure, totally. they're coming from the yeah. coming from the ports. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, that's that's yeah. They're that's trying to unclog our, you know, our, our uh, yeah, unclog our ports there. So that's yeah. that's yeah. You'd get a lot of traffic right now. A lot yeah, of traffic. It's crazy. So don't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> don't breathe. <laughs> well, that's easy. Just stop breathing. Just stop breathing. We need to breathing. go back to the Regency era. Yes. Just ride horses. Absolutely. And write letters. Yes. <laughs> just, that's what we need. We need to just... Hello, good You know, good my sir? brother told me back then, before yeah. the car was invented or the airplane, like in the, in the late 1800s, that they closed the patent office because they decided that we've advanced as far as we're going to go. This is it. This is it. We've reached it. <laughs> this is as, as good as invention's going to get. We've reached the pinnacle of humanity. That's so human. It's over. Yeah, we're done. And I have a feeling that was somebody like us who's like, no, this is good. This is good. We don't want to get better than this. Yeah. Better than this is a problem. Let's yeah. just stop. Let's just stop. We're, yeah. we're on horses and carriage. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's but great. then humans the, kept inventing things. You don't, want a, you don't want a car? Yeah. Why do you want to walk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go <laughs> faster. <laughs> I want to go faster. I want to go faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if I could have a car, it'd be fine. Yes. It's oh, every, yeah, it's yeah, everyone yeah. else who's a problem. Oh, we know that that's yeah. what we're saying here on the show, which yeah. is like, look, you guys need to give up all the things that you're used to and the creature comforts mm -hmm. to help the world, but we shouldn't be expected to. No, it's a lot to ask me to change. A lot. It's not a lot to ask everyone else to change. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I'm glad we're on the same page about yeah, this. Yeah, we are. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm going to well, keep Well, do you want to do a story? I'm ready to do a story because we've got this one and then we have our uh, ending segment. We have our so, bit. Yeah, we have oh, our boy. bit. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There we it's go. It's going to be quite a wild ride. Mm-hmm. This Week in Green. When applying to be a forest guide, saying you used to steal timber illegally might not be the best thing to put on your resume, but it paid off for Nong An, who landed a job as a jungle guide in Vietnam. A feel-good story of criminal-turned-conservationalist, Nong An spent years chopping down trees illegally in Phong Nhoc He Bang National Park, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site and home to one of the world's largest cave systems. With the help of others, An used to carry out 220-pound logs out of an already thinning forest to illegally sell his timber. When they ran out of more valuable trees, they crossed the border into Laos to steal even more. 
As extreme rainfall and flooding began to hurt his community, An researched the climate crisis and what was happening to the world around him. At age 36, An felt a change of heart and wanted to get into conservation and tourism so he could teach others about the value of the forest. He, along with 250 former loggers, now work for an adventure tourism company where he guides tourists and protects the forest from poachers. And he knows exactly how to look for them, too. Now let's see how many puns I can drop for this feel-good story. Sounds like An really branched out. Good thing he wasn't arrested for treason. I don't mean to be sappy, but An got to the root of the problem, really spruced himself up and turned over a new leaf for the environment. Thank you. Now in This Week in Green, Noel's going to shoot himself in the (laughs) face. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sometimes you come across a story and you go, there's so many tree puns to be had here. And I know that it's the point where anyone who liked our show will no longer listen ever again. Right. I had to do it. Look, Jacob, you are the you are the pun master. I am the pun. You are the pun king. King. You have you have dad jokes for days. Dad jokes. As the kids say. Days. Uh, And and I appreciate the art of it. I appreciate your gifts. And I appreciate the talent involved <laughs> in what you do. Oh, uh, you know the thing. I still want to shoot myself. I know. I get it. I get it. I. I. This is. This was one of those stories that is. I wrote it. It's a feel good story. It and is sometimes a feel good story. You, yeah, you're yeah. like, here's this guy. By the way, I. I had to laugh at myself because I practiced uh, pronouncing the name, um, and as soon as it came up, I completely forgot. It just went out of my brain, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what I'm saying. Do you remember now? Uh, knock on. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Knock but um, but knock anyway, on, bro. <laughs> knock on, bro. But I I read this story, and when you have these feel good stories that are just like, hey, this is a great tale. The jokes they don't come as quickly when you're, right. you know what I mean? Because right. you're like, how do I make fun of this like feel good great story? Right. And all I could sit there and think about were those tree puns. And I was like, well, if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out with a blaze of glory. <laughs> <laughs> you went out big. I went out big, and that's okay. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank no, it was it was it was well done. Yeah, thank you. and uh, and it was a feel good story. It's it interesting because you because look, I mean, here you got a guy who. I mean, literally just destroyed forests. Right. For years. Uh, For years. Yeah. And then, like, left the country to destroy forests somewhere else. (laughs) Right. Like, was committed to the destruction of forests. He wanted to take it all down. And he's, you know, he turned around. He's he's decided, gosh, this is not not great. This is bad news. I think we should still throw him in jail. Yeah, of course. Hang him up by his toes. I mean, there's no, there is no... Coming back from yeah. what he's done. Knock on, the cops are coming for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, we are no longer going to knock on. Yeah, no more. Hey, kids, rock and roll. Knock on. Anyway. It's a good song. Which two, we're gonna, now all of the, everybody who's cool just is gone. Just gone. Lost like, every uh, one of them. I was tolerant of the puns until that happened. Well, I'll, I'll but, t- hey, yeah. but good, good for him. Good for I, him, Good right? for him. I'm glad he turned it around. I'm glad that he's now protecting forests and yeah. gets it. I have found actually that loggers in in general actually are really aware of of the of the problems of overlogging in general. Like oh, yeah. at least at least in North America. Yeah. And that they're really pretty good at about marking the right kinds of trees and making room for the for the forest to continue on. Yeah. They're pretty I mean that's their that's their livelihood. If they're do it if they do it right, they can keep doing it. If they do it wrong, they can't. Right. You know? right. So most people do learn after a while that, oh wait. This sucks. I did it wrong. Right. You know? And I, it seems that knock on did. did. And that's, that's I'm really glad that he did. And that's you know, yeah, nobody That's knows the, the message forests. we're passing on. Stop destroying forests. Heal them. Heal them. Fix them. Yes. Stop robbing banks. Build them. No, I don't know. I was trying to come up with an analogy sure. for another <laughs> cr- criminal choice path. Like, you know, I don't know. Well, robbing banks is the classic. Yeah, classic. That was like it's the first the thing classic. in my brain. Like criminal, you think of a bank robber. Yes. And you're like, okay, I'm not going to get. I think it's something that really makes people angry, but may- usually doesn't result in, you know. Yeah. You like you you rob you get the bank you run away and then the, the ink thing explodes and exactly nobody gets hurt nobody gets hurt for yeah. the most part yeah. it's like you can make light of it a yeah. little bit but it sounds bad but the equivalent of that would be you robbed banks and then you decided well I'm going to give money back to banks now right right I don't want to give money to banks no no I don't I actually no. don't want to. I'm uh, I'm more in favor of robbing no. the banks yeah <laughs> bury your gold. <laughs> <laughs> So yes. talking points to wrap things up. So just to what you said about being the right person and know how to do it. An used to spot large, valuable trees and be able to price it out in his mind. Like back in the day, he would see a tree and he'd be like, oh, I'd get that much money. But now yeah. when he's on tours, he points him out, explains to people as he's passing through, like, that's how much that's worth. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. And um, this is a little bit of a bummer. 
According to Global Forest Watch, Vietnam lost about 3 million hectares of tree cover between 2001 and 2020, a 20% decrease since 20 years ago, driven primarily by the commodities sectors. So Mm. that was really the wake-up call for him once he realized that in 20 years, they'd lost lost 20% of their forest from people stealing them. So so glad he turned turned things around. Yeah, look at, you know... A lot of people are not in favor of, of too much government, but sometimes you do need to have rules. Right, <laughs> that right. Stop cutting down the trees. Yeah, stop cutting yeah. down the trees. Yeah. So, look, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he learned. Yeah. Mm. It's a feel-good story. So we'll have more for you soon. There we go. I keep thinking mm-hmm. of knock off. Knock off. Knock I know. Off, I saw off. you laugh at my poor pronunciation. Well, when it comes up on the screen fast, it's like, you know, I was like, I know I know how to say this, but I, w- I really struggled no. the first time. I was laughing at the name. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no. Know. Knock, knock on. Knock on. <laughs> I was really struggling with it, but I got there. I got there. Hey, um, and Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, it rolled off the tongue pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> In Vietnam, they hear Jacob Gibbons and they laugh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of they course, go, yeah. That's, that's a that's, stupid that's, name. That's, that's that. How do you pronounce that <laughs> name? Gibbons? Jacob Gibbons probably sounds like their word for banana rice. Yeah, you know, exactly. Or something like that. Ha ha! Uh, he's named after <laughs> banana rice. <laughs> hey, let's go watch Banana Rice's show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I agree. I think that you. Be great on a banana rice show. <laughs> the banana rice show? Yeah. That's one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> banana rice. It's a classic. It's a classic. Well, we're gonna soldier forth. All right, let's we're gonna do soldier it. forth just because we Should we, we just got, jump right into should, our into I, our bit? I think we should jump right into our bit. So uh, Noel's gonna kick us off on the segment. And as you know, on the final segment on the Biofriendly Podcast, uh, we let things rip a little bit more. We uh, we get a little bit more uh, edgy. I think. Yeah, I yeah, think so. A little edgy. And, right? and loose. We improvise. Loose. We, we improvise. play. We go. We goes play. Some parts are great. Some parts are not. Exactly. But that's part of the fun. Exactly. Okay. Let's you ready? do it. I'm ready. All right. This Week in Green. A device that fits around the face of cattle and cuts methane emissions from their burps has won a 50,000-pound award backed by Prince Charles. The mask was designed by students from the Royal College of Art in the UK, who were one of four teams to be chosen as winners of the inaugural Terra Carter Design Lab competition. Okay. So if we're putting masks on cows now, why stop at cows? This gave us an idea for a new segment we'd like to call Animals, This This Is is Your your Life life Now. So if we're talking about cows, let's go ahead and move over to sheep. Okay. So cows are wearing masks. Sheep, it's time to wear depends. Let's put some diapers on sheep so that all their poop doesn't go all over the place, which is just, you know, clogging up the, 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 the ground and oh, yeah. <laughs> making all sorts of smell problems. I, I'm totally against it. We've got to fix it. Uh, and the only way to stop it is to throw diapers on sheep. A hundred percent. I agree with this choice. Yeah, I'm going to follow it right up with, look, number two, pig cologne. We are pig farming like crazy. Everybody mm-hmm. wants your bacon and pork and it smells. Mm-hmm. So you know what, pigs? Why don't you douse some cologne on? Make yourself smell sexy. We don't want to walk around and be like, this place stinks. We want to be like, it smells good. And I want to be able to eat the the pork as well. So pigs, let's wear some cologne. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Good call. Thank you. Uh, Number three, who here has been spiked by a cactus or one of those man-eating pineapple things? Oh. Well, no more of that. No more? Smooth plants only. Okay. Smooth plants only. I, From I, here on out, every single plant on earth has to be smooth. If it's spiky or sharp or mean to me, then you have to take off its <laughs> spikes and become smooth. Smooth plants only is number three. Mean to me. Yes. <laughs> Those spiky plants are awful to me. Oh they're my always, gosh. They're always spiking my legs, <sighs> kicking me in the face with oh. their spiky spikiness. Yeah. Hurts. So you want plants smooth as eggs. Smooth as eggs. Smooth as eggs. Well, speaking of eggs, that leads me to number four. Wow, good. We're going <laughs> to... Great transition, transition right? Yeah, Segway. <laughs> <laughs> eggs are now for every sixth grader. We're not going to eat eggs anymore. Basically, you know how you get a sign an egg and you got to learn how to protect it? You got to wrap it in something. It's got to be able to fall from a great height and not explode. Well, guess what? All eggs going forward... <laughs> For every sixth grader on Earth. There's a lot of eggs, and there's a lot of sixth graders. So, yeah, uh, that's basically what's going to happen now for all those eggs that are being laid. We're not going to eat them. We're going to put them in protective covers and see if they can survive. So that's that's something, animals, this is your life now. I mean, the sixth graders are doing it anyway. They're doing it anyway. Let's yeah. just keep doing it. Let's just, let's just mm-hmm. have that be a thing. I agree. Forever. Yeah. Okay. Number five, free Wi-Fi for bees. <gasps> yeah. Great idea. We've all heard how bees are, are being totally messed up by the Wi-Fi signals that are going through the skies. Of course. And so they're now they're dying and they're having yeah. all sorts of problems. And, and we realized yeah. we've got to stop asking the bees to work. What we need to do is have bees act like teenagers. Right. Let's let them stay home on the Internet. 
Yeah. We're going to give bees free Wi-Fi, and they can just browse, man. They're going to be they can go on Twitter. so happy oh, about they this. Oh, they, 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 well, actually, TikTok, because <laughs> they're going to be way cooler than people right, on Twitter. Right, right, right. Just hop on TikTok, do some bee dances, just oh, buzzing around, doing your thing, it. all in groups and stuff. This is great. Everybody's going to be going crazy. The bees are going to be so happy about this. Free Wi-Fi for bees. Free Wi-Fi for bees. And last but not least, number six, we're going to offer up fish reservations. Mm. Listen up. You know, when it came to the indigenous people of the United States in this country, we gave them reservations, and it worked out just oh, fine. We're flawlessly. Gonna, we're going to do the same thing for the fish in the sea. Here's the thing. People are always concerned about what we're doing in the ocean because they're like, you're messing with the marine life out there. Well, guess what? If you have assigned locations that you're supposed to be in the ocean, this won't be a problem, fish. You stick to your reservation, okay? That's yours. Have you ever seen the ocean? It's huge. We'll give you as much of that little limited corner as you need, okay? But if we catch you swimming in our space, it's not our fault. You were supposed to stay in your place. And by the way, the reservations that we do assign you, if we find there's something valuable in them, we may ask you to move or relocate at some point in time. But that's only... And if there's like a coral reef or something and we need to access it, we'll actually ask you to move again. I mean, there's a lot of reasons that, w- that this is going to work out in your favor and you need to just go with it, okay? Because it, it, it works so great. So fish mm-hmm. reservations. You know what I love about that is it mm. follows history so perfectly. It does. It's never failed. Yeah. It's doing never this failed. has never failed. Mm-hmm. We'll have more for you soon. (laughs) What I love about that is that right before the ending of that completely crazy segment, there's Mm -hmm. nothing, like the people who listen to the show, they'll just hear fabric move. Yeah. And And then more from you soon. Have no idea that that was a jutting forward thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. It's great for camera. Great for camera. Great. It's hard sometimes when you forget that probably 80% of our audience are our audio listeners. But. With a new news format, we are gaining oh. some uh, some people watching us on these clips. And the so. whole point of this is to then to get it right, have our show be the way it is, and yeah. then release it and, and promote in, it and in go the nuts. wild and, and go wild. It, make and it be the bigger show. Make it be the uh, the weekend update or the uh, uh, the daily show of environmentalism. Yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea. Yeah, that's the plan. Well, that was our crazy segment. That was our crazy this week in green. And I thought we had some really cool stories. Yeah, I think it was an enjoyable podcast. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. for everybody as well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, pretty good week. Pretty good week. Yeah. We'll call it there? Let's call it there. Okay. In a gloomy... No. What was our new... In a gloomy environment. In a gloomy environment, we are your beacon of light? Or did we say, like, we are no, your... No, you're supposed to... I spo- I, last week, I did it. So this week, I'm going to say, we have been your beacon of light and in a gloomy environment. Okay. And then and you're going to say something. You're going to make it, one up based on today's it. show. Got it. Are okay. we ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. We have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Uplifting Ron's genitals since 1996. Not the year that I was born. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the show. And that's the, the show. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.